Welcome to Meet My Brain, a field guide to Asperger's. I'm your host, the Autistic Woman. This episode is about black and white thinking. In psychology, black and white thinking is known as splitting. To put it simply, it's either or thinking. The autistic brain is wired for thinking in extremes. Here are some examples. Always or never, easy or hard, failure or success, perfect or flawed, right or wrong. It's partly biological. The world can be safe or dangerous. When a threat is perceived by our autonomic nervous system, it triggers fight or flight. Our survival may depend on black and white thinking. The first time I heard the term black and white thinking, I immediately thought, what? I never do that. How would anyone know where on this gray scale something is? So I felt frustrated trying to figure it out because black and white is easier. But working as a lawyer, doctor, scientist, researcher, coder can be great for those of us who are black and white thinkers. There are rules. There are facts. We like that. An autistic person is wired for extremes when making decisions, experiencing emotion, and solving problems. If we're unhappy, we must have made the wrong decision. We can exhaust ourselves wanting to make the right decision. For most of my life, I've been searching for the right answers. Some things are black and white, like math and science. There's no one right answer to life questions. How does black and white thinking benefit us? Well, math is easier. We obey stop signs. Black and white thinkers are committed to a position because the opposite is clearly wrong. It can work as a starting point. In black and white thinking, one extreme may be unknown, for example, failure. When an opposite is unknown, like success, an autistic is relentless at finding it. That's what makes some people good engineers. It can make deciding easier. After all, you have only two choices. It can motivate us when we believe anything less than success in the extreme way we define it is a failure. We don't dare fail. It can help us survive as in fight or flight. How can black and white thinking affect us negatively? We have an all-or-nothing approach. Things are either perfect or bad. We judge ourselves and others by that standard. It can lead to giving up if we think something is out of our control. Either I make the team or I'm a loser. It causes us to feel resentment. We continuously have unmet expectations of perfection in ourselves and others. We have unrealistic expectations, which are impossible for anyone to meet. Our relationships are doomed from the beginning. You can't be perfect in a relationship, and neither can your partner or friend. It can cause someone to feel paralyzed. Isn't it better to do nothing than risk failure? Since we've given ourselves only two possible outcomes, how can you ever make a decision about anything? We wear ourselves out choosing perfection. Autistics have issues with social communication that affect our relationships. Add in black and white thinking, and the challenge becomes greater. Either or is not the best way to gauge satisfaction in a relationship. Like this. You may think your partner is the best. You go out to dinner. You go on trips together. They make you laugh. On the other hand, your partner forgets your birthday doesn't speak to you for days after an argument, and doesn't like your family or friends. 
You worry your partner is the worst. Best or worst? It's one or the other. So now what are you going to do? Talk about turmoil. When I was in a situation like that, I would compare the good with the bad and get nowhere. It's either or, right? Good or bad. Happy or unhappy. Go or stay. I couldn't reconcile those. I was stuck until the choice became painfully obvious. The after effects were that I wanted black and white answers to what just happened so I could make sure this never happens again. The brain can get stressed by questions without clear answers, so when it searches, it comes up with things like, I always pick the wrong guy. I'll be alone the rest of my life. It's impossible to meet people. I'm too old. Whatever feels safe. Black and white thoughts can lead to isolation. Why reach out when people you meet will either hate you or love you? You'll make friends or you'll be an outcast. You'll have a fantastic partner or you'll be a cat lady. That's exhausting. So what can you do if black and white thinking isn't benefiting you or is getting in your way? An autistic life is often lived in extremes. We have very low lows and less often amazing high points. Sometimes it feels like we live on a roller coaster of emotion. The angst erodes our self-esteem, which fuels the problem. We start to believe that feeling that way in a job or relationship is how it is. And we just can't handle it because we're autistic. Understand that the awful feeling of indecision and stress in personal things like jobs and relationships is feedback. It's an alarm in your guidance system meant to get you to notice that you are thinking in absolutes, extremes, black and white, and that it's not working. By default, autistics are wired for black and white thinking. Relationships, jobs, personal things are generally not black and white. When our brain searches for the answer to, is my partner awful, it finds no data, no answer. Before you get into a relationship or look for a job or apply to college or anything else that is important and personal and emotional, you have to create your database of what is black or unacceptable or not what you want and white. What is good, what fits, what you like. If at all possible, you do it ahead of time. You can do it once you're already in the middle of it. However, it's easier when your emotions aren't all over the place. I talked about it in the episode about boundaries, and this is the same idea. Input data about your expectations, your desires, your deal killers. This is your reference when you need it. You can update it, revise it, or recreate it as you gain life experience. Here's an oversimplified example. Here's your input. I want a job 10 minutes from home. So you see there's a job one hour from home. Instead of starting down the road of what should I do, maybe it's a good job, maybe I won't mind the drive. Things that can cause turmoil refer to the database you created. Easy, right? You get data by experience, possibly by advice, definitely by research and reading if you're autistic. You filter it by what feels right for you and what doesn't, and adjust as needed. There are other strategies to use with black and white thinking. You can use one or more of these as you need them. One option which can work with black and white thinking is to give yourself an alternative. Define success differently. 
Let's say that I decide it would be good for me to be more active. I might think, if I don't go for a walk today, I'm lazy and don't care about my health. This all-or-nothing attitude is counterproductive. Look at the cost of not following through. So now I'll come up with some great reasons, also known as excuses. I'm going to do it, of course, but is this the right time? Maybe it's too hot or too cold. I tell myself I'll go anyway. But I don't have good walking shoes. I'll get some first. And then I realize I can use the shoes I have, but it looks like it's too windy. Believe me, I can come up with even more and often do. When I find myself arguing with my excuses, it's time to change strategies. It's time to have alternatives. If being active is success, I can dance to my favorite music, work in the garden, or even vacuum. The idea is to incrementally break down my resistance by succeeding with alternatives. If you are resisting your goal, do something and build momentum. Now here's a simple way to make progress reducing black and white thinking in your life. Create this new habit. So we get used to saying always and never, failure and success, right and wrong. We actually use these words often. We can sound to others like we're closed-minded or unreasonable, even if they use it themselves. Use those words less or not at all. You can say things like most of the time, some people, rarely, instead of never. It sounds more clear and truthful. It's one of the easiest things to do to make a difference in black and white thinking. Limit using black and white words as much as you can. And I know it's a habit that many of us get into. This next strategy takes a bit of pressure off when I do it. And it's super simple. Replace the word should with the word could. I should eat healthy foods today becomes I could eat healthy foods today. That statement is certainly more true than I should. Who says you should? After all, chocolate has some good things like magnesium. I should get up early is now I could get up early. So you could do whatever you want without being a failure. Oh, but I shouldn't. Really? Here's a strategy that works particularly well when you're being hard on yourself or find yourself thinking in extremes about something emotional. It's a three-step exercise. So here's the statement. I'm a total failure. I always make bad decisions. So step one, you ask yourself, Is that true? If you're emotional, your first thought may be, of course it's true. I feel horrible about myself. Look at my life. So stay with me. Let's go to the next step. Step two, ask yourself, are you absolutely sure that's true? Well, maybe not absolutely. Step three, ask, what would it feel like if the opposite were true? I'm successful. I make good decisions. Or even, I succeeded some of the time. I do make some good decisions. That feels better, right? Think about what makes step three true for you. What things have you succeeded at? What decisions were or are really good? There is something. Find it. When you do, go back to the first statement. Is it true that you are a total failure or that you always make bad decisions? No. You do know how to succeed. You have. It isn't black and white if you have succeeded before you can succeed again. 
if you failed before, you probably will again, and that's okay. Do you feel more empowered now? The three-step exercise is a great way to challenge negative thinking. It might not work perfectly the first time you try it, so try it again. Have you ever thought about changing your focus? It can be an effective strategy. For years, I hated driving on curvy roads, especially mountainous curvy roads. I could picture my car going off the road and plunging 100 feet off a cliff into a river. No wonder I was white-knuckling it. I just could not get over that fear, and truthfully, I didn't know how to handle curvy, mountainous roads. One day I'm at a seminar and the speaker is talking about success strategies. He's telling us not to focus too far into the future. And he used this analogy. It's like when you're driving, he said. You don't focus far off into the distance. You focus on the road right in front of you. Sounds obvious, right? I mean, yeah, everyone knows that. The next time I drove on a curvy road, I realized I was focusing way ahead so I could successfully get there. That wasn't working for me, so I did what he said. I focused on the road right in front of me instead of 20 yards, 20 feet. You already guessed it, right? When I focused far down the road, I couldn't handle the curves right in front of me. When you feel resistance, your focus might be the reason. Here's some things to think about. Working with your black and white thinking is a skill. Yes, it takes practice. And no, it won't happen overnight. Notice when you're thinking in extremes and call it out. When you're bombarded with negative thoughts, use the three-step process. Is that true? Are you absolutely sure that's true? And how would you feel if the opposite were true? It's okay for some things to be black and white sometimes. In fact, you may be able to use it to your advantage. If you define things in your life in terms of success or failure, think of Thomas Edison. He did thousands of tests of his ideas about electricity. And one day his lab assistant asked him how he could keep going when his experiments always failed. I have not failed. I've just found 10,000 ways that won't work. That's a light bulb moment. Black and white thinking can push you to keep going. With every attempt, Edison learned what didn't work, and for each one that he crossed off his list, he was that much closer to success. Pay attention to other black and white thinkers and choose not to get sucked in. Surely you've heard, we've always done it that way. That kind of black and white thinking prevents progress. Do you ever think, how's that working for you? No one is perfect always. It's not a choice between instant success or ultimate failure. Seedlings don't bloom overnight. Notice when things aren't absolute, like sunrise, sunset, phases of the moon, flowers opening, the two-hour delivery window. You can absolutely use these strategies for black and white thinking. Maybe. I hope you've enjoyed this episode. If you have any questions or comments, contact me at An Autistic Woman on Twitter. Be sure to take a minute and rate this podcast five stars. And check out some other episodes while you're here. I'm The Autistic Woman. 